welcome to the Gap Jumpers podcast series on where the puck is going. I'm Kedar from Gap Jumpers and today I'll be talking to Dylan Tweeney, the editor-in-chief of VentureBeat. Dylan and I will be talking about an innovative hiring experiment that he's conducting to find rock star reporters. So Dylan, you start off on in your uh, in your post uh, on LinkedIn talking about uh, the fact that your goal is to widen the pool of applicants without compromising quality, and you say I want to hire the best possible writers and reporters, um, and that's uh, one of your main goals of conducting this sort of approach um, approach to hiring. But your approach seems very low tech. Uh, what's the tipping point that uh, that got you to want to do this now? <laughs> right, it is definitely a low tech solution. So my approach to hiring has always been to try to widen the pool as much as possible um, before, you know, vetting candidates. Because I feel like the inverse of the inputs into your hiring process, the more likely the outputs are to be diverse as well in terms of the people that you hire. But I've always wanted to make the ultimate decisions uh, about who to hire once I've got a short list based on um, the quality of the candidates and to make that as uh, you know, the exclusive criterion as much as possible in the final stages. So for me, the tipping point was just that I was realizing that, you know, I, I had read some stories about Google's efforts uh, and other tech companies' efforts to increase diversity in their workforces. And I had read a story, a guest post that we published uh, a few weeks ago on, on VentureBeat, which described uh, one startup experience using a blind audition type process to get engineers to to apply for jobs. And that was just sort of the inspiration. I'm like, you know, I've been thinking about this for a year or two, this idea of doing a blind audition. And I've already been using things like Google Docs and Instapaper to reformat clips that people send me, their writing samples, Mm -hmm. so that I can read them in as neutral of a format as possible. Sometimes I've actually gone to the trouble of having an intern or somebody, you know, remove all identifying information from those writing samples so that I and other editors could read them without seeing names. But, uh, but you know, sort of seeing that other people were doing something like this, I was like, well, okay, I don't have a lot of technical resources, but I'm going to try something in this in this vein and see if I can make it work. And um, Google Spreadsheets and Google Form just seemed like uh, the easiest way to get it started. Great. So this uh, this issue of uh, trying to anonymize CVs is a problem that everyone's. I mean, many people are trying to uh, fix the CV filtering issue itself. And and um, and what do you see as the biggest challenges uh, from your end? Because it's so low tech. How how difficult or how, or easy is it to anonymize the the, the incoming? Uh, information or or of the applicant data. So as far as CVs or resumes go, I'm I'm not so concerned about that. I'm more concerned about how for this particular job about how somebody writes and uh, how they're going to perform in producing actual content. And so you know, and that's because I found successful reporters have come from a wide variety of backgrounds. They almost universally have some news or experience, but um, but how they get to the news uh, can vary quite a lot. So I'm less concerned about anonymizing and more concerned about anonymizing someone's statements about um, why they're interested in a job and a test, which would be, you know, show show me how you write uh, a sample news story, and and I wanna I wanna read that anonymously. And the difficult, it's very easy to anonymize that in Google Spreadsheets. I mean, set up a form where you ask them about several different questions, and then 
in the spreadsheet view of the form responses, you just hide columns that include their name and their contact info. Great. Uh, so what was the reaction when you decided? This has been brewing in your mind for a while, but what was your reaction when, uh, when you told the rest of the team and your company that this is what, how you're going to do this experiment? I, you know, I think they're, they're sort of interested and maybe mildly amused. I don't think <laughs> it's a little bit of an unusual way to go about hiring reporters. And, um, you know, but there's no, certainly no opposition to it. Um, outside Venture Beat, there's been a lot of support. I mean, people have tweeted and commented on LinkedIn quite a bit, and the, the responses have been almost universally um, positive. Great. Uh, how robust would the results need to be for your company so that you can adopt this as a default hiring practice for all the roles at VentureBeat? Well, um, it would have to be modified for different roles. Um, for instance, hiring a developer is going to require something different than hiring a, a reporter. The Google Forms approach is not very robust in that it um, it allows people to, you know, uh, answer a question and type some text, you know, type some text. But if you wanted to do something more challenging, like a timed test, mm-hmm. or if you wanted to do something uh, more sophisticated, like an anonym, anonymized uh, instant messaging chat, where you could actually interview somebody mm-hmm. by text chatting with them, you didn't actually know their ultimate identity. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't do anything like that without um, more sophisticated tools. Right, and that's where Gap Jumpers comes in. But anyway, that's for another day. Okay. And looking back at your hiring track record, uh, how many times do you think the best performing candidates got the job? <laughs> that's a really good question. Um, I'd like to think that uh, I, I, that the best performing candidate is always the one that I hired. But um, to, to be perfectly honest, I, I don't know for sure, and I don't have statistics or, you know, um, follow-up data to verify that. So I don't know. What do you think will totally wow you? So here's here's my, I'll tell you what my, my trepidation is. My ner- and then I'll tell you what would wow me. My nervousness is that um, the best candidate, you know, in terms of the most experienced and, you know, really excellent candidate may be reluctant to use something like this to apply for a job. Because first of all, I may already know them and they might, you know, email me and say, hey, I had you have, heard you have a job opening. Let's have coffee. Yeah. And sometimes that I'll know they're a famous writer at a publication and I want to, I want to try to hire them. Right. So a lot of times hires are that way. Mm-hmm. Network of connection. I don't want to close that off by any means. Yeah. Um, I've also heard from some people who I know a little bit who've been like, well, I really have to fill out this application. Um, and my response is, well, yeah, I would prefer it if you would, but you don't have to. Right. Um, but that question makes me think that, and fear a little bit, that perhaps the best candidates mm-hmm. will be unwilling to use the audition process because they'll feel like, you know, they're too advanced in their career to need to take a writing test or they're yeah. too, um, you know, they're too important to have to jump through this kind of hoop or their name is too valuable to want to obscure it, right? Right. So who knows? Yeah. However, I'd be really amazed if we got some truly top-notch candidates um, through the blind audition process. And if it turned out that among the several dozen applications that we've had so far, that actually there are some people there who already have a lot of experience and a long track record and a name, 
and I just don't know yet. So yeah, I mean, I'm very uh, keen to know how this experiment goes, and uh, we'll be back in touch, uh, say in a couple of weeks, and uh, see how uh, the results speak for themselves. Yeah, I'll, I'll know in a couple of weeks. I'd be happy to follow up with you then. Thanks, Dylan, for coming on the podcast. In our next edition, we'll be talking to folks at another company who are using real-world challenges to hire great consultants.